Hi everyone, my name is Daniela. And I'm Moises. And welcome to our first episode, where we will be discussing the first movie in timeline order of the MCU, Captain America. We're excited for all of you to hear it. Unfortunately, this episode's audio quality is not the best, so you can feel free to skip it and go straight into our Iron Man episode, where our audio quality is better. But if you say and listen, it would mean a lot to us. It's our first episode and we had a lot of fun recording it. We laughed, we entertained ourselves throughout this episode, so hopefully you will too. We hope that you stay with us throughout this episode. I'm sure that you won't regret it. Here's episode one of Untitled Document the Podcast. Enjoy. This is our first ever episode, so it's nerve-wracking and it's exciting. We're going to be discussing the MCU, and today's episode specifically is about Captain America, the first Avenger. And later on, we'll be watching the rest of the MCU movies and shows in sequential order. So I think that we should just get started. So stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. (laughs) So the movie starts off, and it shows us the scene of these men, and they're in a super snowy area, and I'm not, I I can't remember completely, but I'm pretty sure that it says like the year, and it's basically in these present day times. I was confused to begin with. Like, I didn't know who these men were until like (laughs) later. And I think the subtitles kind of ruined it for me. It said, well, it didn't ruin it for me. It said that they were like part of S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like that wasn't really a spoiler because S.H.I.E.L.D. is just, yeah. yeah. It didn't let you know anything. I think if I didn't have the subtitles, I wouldn't have known that. I would have been like, oh, okay. (laughs) I would have just thought that they were like, government people i actually did watch it without the subtitles because i didn't have i didn't use the subtitles and i did not know that actually so that's pretty cool usually shield is the one associated i think with all these supernatural phenomena and all that stuff yeah no once i found out that it was shield while i was watching the rest of the movie i was like oh that makes sense yeah because i do think that if I didn't know who S.H.I.E.L.D. was, like, from that moment, I would have yeah. been like, who are these people? Are they just, like, government? No, yeah, that makes sense. Like, are they just trying to fight this opposing yeah. Hydra? The, yeah, the Hydra. And their symbols, like the skull octopus. Oh, That's probably not what it's called, but <laughs> it has a skull <laughs> and, a, like, octopus tentacle. <laughs> when they were, like, spanning, spanning, right, um, across and showing us the what we know is the ship that crash landed it looked like it had like lights like it was so like like if it were on no like there was like runway lights did you notice that or no like the poles i think they used like the poles to like light it up that trackway because they were like carrying around light poles so i wonder how long they had been searching or like researching that ship or maybe they just barely found it, and I guess they were just lighting it up to let people know. Oh, but I, I don't know. Notice. I didn't notice. Huh. Okay. Maybe well, I'm hope I, I hope I'm not making this up in my head because that would be uh, embarrassing. Okay, and then the movie changes scenery, and now we're in Norway in 1942, and <laughs> there's these two men, and they're talking. They're trying to hide something because they know that someone's coming right mm-hmm. yeah um then, well i don't i don't know if they knew there was someone coming but they they that's their job to hide and the protect it. 
So then this man pops in and it's um, Joel. Oh, how do you say his name? Joanne, Johan? Joanne Schmidt, the he's general. Looking to, yeah, he's looking to steal what they're protecting, which is the Tesseract. Yes. And apparently the Tesseract is the jewel of Odin's room. Oh. And I was, did you hear that? I think I heard that, but I actually did not know what that meant at all. I'm pretty sure that Odin is Thor's dad. I oh, think. okay. So I think I remember. I think this is um, leading up to like the Infinity Stones. Oh, okay. I think this is where it all starts. Yeah, because I don't know anything about the Infinity, Infinity Stones. I know that like it comes into play later on, but I don't <laughs> know what they are. What the purpose is. <clears throat> yeah, so I think this is where we start off like the origin of one of them. Don't know which one, but one of them. Also, I don't know what the purpose of the Tesseract is. I'm assuming that it's just like a source of power. Yeah, it just said it is a source of power. Oh, okay. Because um, I think they did say that like it was from the gods. Obviously, if it's yeah. from Odin. Yeah. Then it's from okay. the gods. Yeah. And then it's also it's not for the eyes of ordinary men. So oh. meaning that it's meant for only gods, I'm assuming. Yeah. Which he was able to see it just like that. So I was like, whoa. Yeah. But didn't, well, didn't he inject himself before going there? Or was it after? Like he injected himself with that serum that makes him super strong. Also kind of made him crazy. I think that happened sometime before. Because okay. they do talk about, like in the movie, they do talk about how that one... Oh, I don't know his name. The doctor who made Captain America all buff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he says that he worked with Schmidt and he made he made him the way that he is now. At least that's how I understood it. Yes, I think that they were at first the doctor who helped who helped Rogers helped yes, um Schmidt the at other... first. But then it got to a point where he didn't want to help him anymore. Because he was crazy. Because he was crazy, and he was like, I can't give you this. And he was like, why not? Because you're crazy. So then he just left and ended up going on this, on the side of the Americans, I guess. On the, more like yeah. on the side of not Hydra. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we're <laughs> okay. in New York City in 1943, and we see Steve Rogers, and he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to apply for World War II, but they're basically not allowing him in because he has a ton of health problems. Yeah, I I didn't realize that he had so many health problems because I just because I I saw the list and then I was like, oh wait, you don't just have asthma, you have all these things. Yeah, I paused it just to see what he had, and it was like asthma. His parents were siblings, had heart disease and cancer history, and yes, and I thought I also read scarlet fever. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, there was just a ton of things. He was yeah. He was just in not best. in good health. <laughs> yeah, he was in good health condition. Okay, and then after that, he's like, he's bummed out. I think he gets into a fight with this man from the movie theaters because they're showing this clip of... Recru- it was like a recruitment ad. Recruit- yeah, basically an ad to recruit soldiers. Yes. And he was like, shut up. Like, just get the movie started. Just get started. to the movie. And, yeah, and like Steve Rogers, he was like, 
bummed out. He was like annoyed at this guy because like obviously he wants to be in the in the military. And yeah, he's he, basically like that's his dream, and then someone's yes. telling them to shut up. Yeah, he's all yes. He gets mad. He fights him. It doesn't go really well, but he's <laughs> saved by his friend. His friend Bucky. Buck. Right? Bucky, yeah. He saves him thankfully because he was so small. I don't think he would have won that fight. Yeah, but it probably, seemed like he he wasn't, but it's okay. He was standing up for yeah. what he believed in. Yeah, exactly. He had he had the heart to do that. So yeah, at least he had the heart. <laughs> Also, okay. why why was that guy like so intent in watching the movie? We all deal with ads. I there know. is no there is no premium for movie theaters. No. You don't you don't pay extra to skip the ads. I mean, unless you're like renting out a theater. Yeah, yeah he could have waited. He, he could have waited like a few minutes and then gone into the theater. But I mean, yeah. maybe he yeah. was just maybe he was scared. Maybe he was scared of getting like forced to be oh. in the war. You know? Yeah, because they were recruiting like all eligible men. <laughs> We're adding a backstory to this guy. We're excusing yeah. his... <laughs> maybe he was Hydra. You never know. So maybe we shouldn't feel bad for him at all. Maybe we should... Maybe he deserves all the hate. Well, I guess he was being rude either way. Yeah. Like, even if it was another commercial, he was being annoying. Yeah. Because nobody else said anything. And maybe they have personal, like, emotions that, like, tied in with the war. And they didn't say anything. Exactly. Because there was, like, um, some women there. Like, their husbands or their brothers or their sons could have been there yeah in the war so he was just being rude like he was like he was just being yeah. annoying so he was just being annoying so good thing mr steve rogers called him out and good thing that bucky was there to help <laughs> he had to help <laughs> to save the day then after that they bucky invites him to go to the future basically and they're yes. at they're just like in this museum type of thing where mr I don't know his first name, Mr. Stark, is showing all of his inventions. He has, like, a flying car and whatnot. Yeah, that's where we get shown the flying car that doesn't end up working. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he tried. I mean, yeah, like, and everyone made... else was nice about it. Like, no one was like, boo, you, like, <laughs> you weren't able to do it. Everyone understood. And then also, he just, while they were there, he had a, he went with a Bucky and, Bucky's date and her friend. He went with yeah, he was, Steve had a date, right? And he just kind of left her without saying anything. Yeah. He was like, mm, this is boring. <laughs> yeah. I have better things to do. He could have yeah, said something. Like, he could have said bye. He was like, um, I'm going to go try to get recruited again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what Steve does, he leaves his double date so he can go enlist again. And they basically <laughs> find out that he has been lying. And he's been trying to enlist in different cities. Mm -hmm. And, but that doesn't matter because the doctor, Dr. Abraham Erk, Erskine. Oh, oh no. We probably messed that up. Yeah, we, we probably really messed that up. Well, that doctor, Mr. Abraham, sorry, Dr. Abraham. Yes, doctor. You guys are not on a first name basis yet. Oh, exactly. <laughs> He's like, you know what, I I appreciate that you've been trying to enlist so many times. That must mean that you really want to, like, protect your country, I guess. And he he see, sees this and basically he wants to make him into that super soldier mm -hmm. he'll turn into later. Oh, but before we move on to that part, I wanted to say that I'm assuming that Steve Rogers wants to be in the war so badly because he has no, no one else. 
Because I think he said that his parents died, and it seems like Bucky is his only friend. Because like, yeah. I'm assuming he's not that popular, so like, I could see why he would want to go in the war and, like, I guess, in a way, be useful. Yeah, because his, his friend is also, Bucky's also in the, in the in army the already. Exactly. So he'd probably want to join him, and rather than just stay at home. Because, I don't know, he would just feel, like, useless in a way if he were just at home. Because, no I mean, I, like, everyone has a different um, opinion on that, and, like, everyone has a different approach. Like, if they would or they wouldn't want to. But for him, I could tell that he just wouldn't feel comfortable just staying at home. Yeah, exactly. Like He's also from Queens. I thought that was cool. Because <laughs> yeah. you know who else is from Queens? Who? Uh, who grew up in Queens, at least not is from Queens. Thank you, Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Yeah, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enough about the Queen. Let's go on. Uh, well, Where did we leave off? Oh, he basically wants him to be a super soldier. The doctor takes him to the training camp. And everyone's kind of like, well, why did you choose this guy? He's brawny and he can't keep up with the rest of the men. And they even, like, bullied him for no reason. I was like, aren't you guys supposed to be on the same team? What's the point of bullying? What's that going to help? You're being so rude. And then, I don't remember what exactly colonel says but he's like i think he said something like normal doesn't get you anywhere mm-hmm. to the doctor because like oh he did the, right something like that he basically was like like this guy is too ordinary and like too scrawny i don't know why you would choose him and then he gets like the dummy grenade oh yeah he, yells grenade yeah, and steve he goes and like covers it with his body and he's like everybody move out yeah, and that, I was... that was so wholesome. Like, yeah, that, that was his first thought because, like, everybody thought that it was a real grenade, and he he chose to like protect everyone else and like sacrifice himself. Like, what if that were a real grenade? He would have he would have died. Exploded. <laughs> yeah, but he was. Yeah, I thought that was so noble of him to just yeah, that was... risk his life, and I feel like that was probably well, at least to the general, that was the last thing last little thing he needed to be convinced the doctor was already convinced that he just yeah, based I mean, on his well, personality alone. yeah well he was convinced but like he still was like he's still skinny afterwards so he was, like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> works still and i thought that was funny because i i've watched this movie before but i i honestly don't remember the movie being funny when i first watched it like i i wouldn't say that this movie had funny moments from what mm-hmm. i remember but yeah, it actually has a few comedic moments. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to name them all, but I just remember that. They're just like small comments or like little yeah. actions that are funny. He did, I also like how he was so like witty enough for when it came to the flag test that oh, yeah. he just unhinged the pole and it came falling down. I was like, wow, he didn't even hesitate. He just knew what to do. And he walked away yeah. like a boss. And it was because he was like... I'm assuming he was already tired, and he was like, "No, like I want that flag too." <laughs> and once <laughs> yeah. everyone left, the perfect opportunity to, yeah, be witty and grab the flag in his own way, which I thought was really smart of him. Like, yeah, it really I, was because I wouldn't have thought of that. And I think throughout the whole movie, he does have these like smart moments where he he does things that maybe other people wouldn't think of doing. If that makes sense, so he he's just like a smart 
superhero. <laughs> yeah. He's not just like. Well, I'm guessing why. since it in increased, it said it increased every aspect, he got even smarter than he already was. So. Big brain energy. <laughs> he had big brain energy by the end of the movie. I just thought that it was interesting because he, I mean, I haven't watched the rest of the Marvel movies or like the shows. Yeah. But to me, it seems like he doesn't have like the biggest, baddest powers, if that makes sense. Like he can just, he's basically just strong and smart. And fast. And quick, I would say. Fast regeneration, yeah. apparently. I mean, those are cool. I would love to have that as well, but. Oh, I don't even but, know. Yeah. I mean, there's Spider-Man and like he acts like a spider. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I feel oh, like okay. his I feel like Captain America's powers are so like basic minimal. compared to the rest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like so how I, that, that yeah. I thought it was cool cuz that means that he like when he throws his shield and it like bounces yeah. everywhere, he knows what it's going to do and that's not He's like based on any powers that <laughs> Yeah. He's like, if I throw it at 43 degrees. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, it should bounce back at this. Yeah, that's that must be a lot of, I don't know how much yeah. he has to calculate in his head, but I definitely can that. I mean, in his own way, he is pretty powerful because he, he doesn't have the same powers as, like, others. Other that's true. superheroes, I'm assuming. I'm assuming, I don't know. I don't know what the rest of the guys... I mean, uh, I'm sure. I mean, a lot of superheroes share some, but like nobody's the same as someone else. So that's gonna be fun to watch. Yes, it's gonna be fun to watch all the movies. Yeah, you can assume what their powers are gonna be based off off of their names, but America, so, Iron Man. So Captain America is really American. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's. I don't know if that's a good thing, but oh, I don't know what superpowers are related yeah. with America. Yeah, um, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Because we're just known for being obese, are we not? That was, like, the so biggest he's thing. Just like, he's just, like, really big. He's really round. Yes. He's, like, chugging hamburgers at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, because that's what you said. Their name tells what their power is, okay, and that mind. would be... The only <laughs> thing that kind of lets you know is that he's a captain, and that's it. Okay, that's true. Which I don't even know if that's true, because don't you have to be, like, promoted... So, yeah, did he just he, skip everything? He was just self-named, Self-titled, yeah. Okay, and then after that whole camp training scenes that we just talked about, uh -huh. they, um, they take him and they make, they basically make him who he is now. So, big and buff, he's, yeah. he's actually Captain America now, and... I mean, uh, I would else? love to have that done to me. <laughs> because um that would bulk me up without having to do anything. I know yeah. I know that's not yeah. like <laughs> the exercise weight, but <laughs> he changed in like less than thirty minutes, I would say. Yeah. So I thought that was kinda cool. Also, I mean I would I feel safe? No, but but the results you... speak for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can see Schmidt and Dr. Zola. Trying to use the Tesseract to power these weapons. Mm -hmm. When they're powering up the weapons, they start testing them out, I'm assuming. I can't remember. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, these men walk in. 
that I'm assuming are part of like the Nazi, maybe like Hitler's men. Yes. I don't know. And Schmidt kills them. Okay, yeah. Right? So he's it's like, probably he's, his people. Yeah, and then he basically says like, I'm not going to be under the wing of Hitler anymore. Like, it's just going to be Hydra. Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, and then he says, "Hail Hydra," and they all respond, "Hail Hydra." Yeah, which yeah. was scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not like that. It was, it was something. Then after that, Zola, Mister Doctor Zola, mm-hmm. he shows pictures of the doctor who's been helping Captain America. Oh yeah. And basically, Schmidt sends someone to kill Captain America's doctor. Yeah. Um, I mean, then, he was like, supposed. He was supposed to kill him before he was successful because they yeah. were like, they were worried that they would be successful, but I guess he waited. I think at this point, they didn't know that the Dr. Er- Erskine had done whatever he had done to Steve Rogers to, Steve to make Rogers. Captain America, right? I'm assuming. So I it, yeah. yeah, I think he was just a little late to the party. And then he found out and he just tried to get the vial the serum and hope that would be enough also okay and, what's the ethics behind if something had gone like horribly wrong in the experiment like if he came out a sack of meat or just like oh my gosh i think they like, just like do they kill i don't know i guess technically they killed him but it was like an accident if that were to happen at least or what if he was still alive would they be obligated to kill him I don't know. Hmm, I, I, wonder. I wonder. I wonder. We should ask. We should email Mark. A scientist. Oh. Yeah. Oh, a scientist. Yeah, I was going to say scientist, but if you want to email Marvel, we'll see what they have to say. We'll see what they have to say and then we'll cancel them if we have to. Oh, yeah. We'll never listen to anything else again if they give us yeah. the wrong answer. Yeah. We'll be like, nope, wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. We're never gonna watch your things again. I hope you. I hope you know that you lost a viewer today, and they'll be like, "Okay." What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> There's other viewers. They yeah. they wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. Also, did all Stark's experiments end up with blowing a fuse? Because that's what happened to the car, and that's what happened here. I hope. I hope <laughs> he grew. I hope he grew and made successes. I'm assuming that he did. I mean, I'm assuming he did, but because, because of. Stark Industries, but yeah. Wait, is he? I don't know if you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's 1933. Mm, I don't know how old Iron Man is, but I'm assuming he's like 40. So does that mean that this Stark is his father? No. Oh, so you're asking if you're asking if Howard Stark is Tony Stark's father. He would be his grandfather, right? Um, I know yeah, he. Just... Uh, yes, no, or he would be related. I think. To him, I think like, his son. I think his son is Tony. Okay, interesting. Oh, also, I thought that scene where, where the, mm-hmm. the assassin came in and like shot. I didn't think that was cool, but I thought it was cool. The response Agent Carter had. She was so quick. She was like ready to go after him. She was like oh, the and... quickest out of everyone. Also, I think I just got confused, like. A little bit before, because I I said that Captain America had turned muscular like ten minutes ago, and he barely got <laughs> he barely became so. Okay, I, I honestly don't know if you said that or not. So, but in my mind, I'm you pretty, didn't. I'm pretty sure that I did. 
now Steve Rogers is like muscular, bigger, taller. He's muscular, stronger, faster. Yeah, he's stronger, faster. And then that guy who's supposed to kill the doctor, doctor's guy. Um, he well, he's successful. Yeah, he's successful. He shoots <laughs> him, which I honestly didn't remember. And oh. the poor man died. Yeah, poor man. He was. He was just. He was just yeah. trying to do some good, but it's fine. And then after that, there's a, that whole scene where Steve Rogers is chasing him down. And then he has that weird, weird, that weird scene where, where that the villain gets the the assassin gets the child and throws him into the water and thought he did something. Yeah, and the kid was like, "It's okay, I can, <laughs> I can swim." swim. <laughs> and was, like, that oh, made me laugh. And then after that, Steve catches him yeah he really punches the submarine just underwater yeah, yeah. which isn't like, it yeah <laughs> isn't it harder to break glass underwater like especially sure if you're in a is. if you're in a submarine or like even a car yeah and then i'm assuming that the glass and submarines are supposed to be like thicker or more For, so they don't just yeah because so, they submerge into deep yeah. water anyways well, we've been new he's strong so this is proof like this he's is proof. Super and then he just chucked him onto the like the port, and yeah, and that was that. Chucked, he chucked him onto the cement, and he like, I think he was like smacking him down. I don't remember. He was just basically <laughs> just, fighting him. Yeah, I just remember the Hydra, the Hydra guy killing himself. Which I don't think I could ever work for Hydra, even if I was a bad guy, because I would not yeah. want to kill myself on command. Yeah, exactly. It was. I had to rewatch that scene because I was like. Because I heard, like, him chew something, and I was like, where did that come from? And, like, I watched the scene carefully, and he popped out a tooth. Uh-huh, yeah, he and popped out a tooth like, and, like, bit into it. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you could, you didn't have to do that. I mean, I guess he did, because yeah. he was invested in Hydra, but. Yeah, these men are really invested and loyal to Hydra, because, like, yeah, he killed himself with no, like, Second Hesitation. Like, yeah. yeah, he did it super immediately. And he was, I think he said something like, there's more of us, or like... Like, every for every head you cut off, two more will take oh, its yeah. place. There we go. After that, U.S. Senator Brandt, he basically makes Steve Rogers, like... Go on tour. Yeah, he makes him go on tour, and he makes him perform as Captain America, so that he can promote... I don't actually know what they were promoting besides the war, but like I don't know if it was to raise if it was to raise morale or for money. I think it was to raise money for the war because I I think I understood one scene as like you buy the box of bullets or what what's the actual name for that? Whatever you what? buy some bullets and I think like some of oh, them like round. Yeah, a round of bullets and like some of the that profit goes to the war. That's how I understood it. Okay. But, well, that's better than not me understanding it at all. So, and I mean, he felt useful for a while. It seemed like like he seemed like he was enjoying himself at first. Yeah. And like there were even like little movies and stuff that he did. And then like the Hitler that he had to bop in the head like yeah. two hundred times. In every city. Yeah, and I mean, the song was kind of a, uh, it was kind of catchy. I was like, let me join in. That seems fun. It was a pretty good song. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was kind of like, okay, I kind of enjoyed this. 
even if it, as it was playing at the end, like the rolling credits, I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, hey, okay, I like it. it went also, off. seeing him shoot a gun was so weird to me. I'm not used to that. <laughs> like, I don't know why that looked weird to me. It didn't seem right because I'm used to him just using a shield. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was that's so not his weapon of choice. Yeah, and it wasn't like the plasma type gun. It was like a like a bullet gun, and I was like, whoa, that's weird. <laughs> and then he had to end up, he had to like end his tour with the war veterans i would say i don't know if that's what you call someone after they go to war yeah. after they've yeah. come back but i felt bad because they literally mooned him that's how much they hated because yeah. like well to be fair they they had just survived a battle in war and they were like what is like what's this yeah i understood what? their point of view too because yeah. but i also felt bad because he was just trying to raise morale like if it had been an artist yeah. maybe they would have liked it more yeah exactly because like but it yeah. seems like this Captain America persona that he had going on was like pretty popular throughout the whole country, and it was like just a character that most people liked. So, like, obviously, they thought that this would bring like some sort of happiness or like entertainment to people, yeah. these these soldiers. But I guess they, it also could see like a like it could seem like a mockery of yeah. their actual work that they've done. Yeah. It definitely seemed like that's how they took it. Because they were like, really? Like, I just yeah. got out of battle. This is what you're doing. And we don't dress up like this. Like, what are you doing? Yes. What are you doing? You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then he's sad. And he basically feels like he's a circus monkey. Yeah, because that's what he drew. Right? And then Agent Carter basically says that the unit that Bucky was in, um, most people got captured or they died or they were out there they were the audience for this captain america performance yeah so was, then that yeah, yeah that's when he they put it in perspective and he was like oh okay yeah and then he was like wait bucky might be dead and yeah. he goes into action. he tries to go save bucky. like go see if he's alive like go see go rescue everyone who's alive and try to see if bucky himself is alive I also thought it was weird when he grabbed one of the the performing ladies' helmets because I was like, so were they wearing actual helmets or or is he just not wearing a safe helmet? And then once um, he actually infiltrated the place, I thought it was mm-hmm. um I thought it was funny when he got to the to his future like group, which we didn't know at the yeah. time, but um yeah. when he let those specific that specific group out. They, uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go take out um Hitler or something like that." I don't remember what he said, but there. And then he just said, "Cause I've already like knocked him out two hundred times," and they were just like, "What?" Because yeah, he just like, walked away on that note. Yeah, they were like, "Dang, this guy is tough." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they were like, "What?" Like, there's no way. I don't. Like two hundred times. Either, yeah, they could have either believed him or like they would have been like, "What is he talking about?" Because also, if you if you beat up Hitler two hundred times, like what haven't you? Why haven't you gotten him by now? Yeah, that also could... yeah, at that whole shenanigan. And oh. then luckily, everyone returns. Yeah. With Steve Rogers. And Bucky's he... alive. Yes, and Bucky's alive. His best friend. His bestie. His bestie. <laughs> anyway, Steve Rogers recruits a few of the people that he just saved, <laughs> and 
they're going to go attack the Hydra bases. And then because of that, what's his name? Howard Stark makes yeah. weapons or... Uh, Big, like weapons? tanks. Yeah. No. Howard Stark? Yes, Howard Stark. Is, he makes a tank. <laughs> no, but I didn't know he made guns either. <laughs> oh, well, maybe not a weapon, but like he made some... Equipment? Some equipment, yeah. Yeah, that's so, all I can think of. And that's when he gets his shield, his shield of vibranium, vibranium. Vibranium, which is apparently the vibranium that's on his shield is the only vibranium that they have on Earth. Yeah. Which I feel like that's false. I'm pretty sure there's going to be another vibranium weapon out there. Yeah. I mean, tool, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't remember what, if they do make another vibranium thing to like be able to fight his shield. But I have seen the other Captain America movies. Okay. Well, I guess we'll get there. When we get there. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to I was just gonna say a little thing where Captain... No, not Captain. Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as he picked up the shield, she was just like, let me shoot him. Oh, she was yeah. mad. <laughs> um, he had kissed, like, some office lady... Which plays like which is played by Natalie Dormer. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he well, she basically was getting the vibes that they liked each other and then she catches him kissing another woman and then she's like, What the what was this? <laughs> yeah, she's like, What's all this? And then yeah, when I I don't know what they say, but then he was like, Well, does it work? Like talking about the shield, and then she picks up the gun and she just starts <laughs> <Yeah>. shooting. <laughs> what if <laughs> yeah. <that> word? <laughs> well, I guess she didn't care. Just kidding. No, she she probably was... knew. Yeah, I'm guessing no, yeah, she knew. Yeah, she probably trusted like um, Mr. Stark. Stark's like um, invention, so she was like, it probably works to some degree. <laughs> <laughs> to some degree, she's like, it just needs to protect the vital organ. That was funny. I thought that was funny. Although I guess yeah. someone shooting at you is probably not funny. But <laughs> I mean, in the movie, it was a little bit fun. They made it. Yeah. <laughs> it was something that you weren't really expecting. At least I wasn't uh, expecting. <laughs> yeah, it came out of nowhere. We were just looking <laughs> at the shield and then you just, she picks up the gun and shoots. I mean, she was mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does that, uh, not that we're saying that it's okay to shoot people if you're mad. No. No, no don't, don't do that. But. It was just funny because it was in a safe environment. <laughs> yes. And they were she... they were still somewhat friendly. Yeah, exactly. And then she was like, yeah, because she knew it wasn't going to kill him. She was like, yeah. Eh. She just wanted to scare him at most. Yeah. I mean, everyone got scared. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been scared. Like, Mr. Stark, like, I don't know. Like, I was helping him build something. And then I just hear gunshots. <laughs> yeah. Scared. I'd be like, nope, it's Hydra. I'm a Hydra. <laughs> I'm a Hydra. <laughs> no, and then I turn around and see that it's one of the good agents. I'd be so confused and scared. And me too. Just... I'd be like, "Wait, is she turning, or what's happening? Is she with Hydra now?" <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "I miss something. Let me just duck underneath my desk <laughs> and not come out for a while." <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they they were starting to fall in love, Agent Carter and Steve Rogers. Yeah. And then we have a little time jump which I didn't notice. It 
like it was 1943 i'm pretty sure and then we're now in 1945. oh so some, uh, at least a few years oh so they did have time to fall in love and all that yeah. their all relationship right. wasn't rushed I'm, what I'm it wasn't like they fell in love in three days type of thing <laughs> oh <laughs> like disney we're looking <laughs> just kidding disney we're looking at you <clears throat> tangled specifically tangled okay and that's so when we do do the time jump we come back and they're planning to salt the train right yes and then they go in there they they do get in the train and they're like fighting the hydra people and at first they're successful but then oh yeah but then the big war machine thing the uh, uh was it a man or was it a robot was it a man inside like a mechanic was, suit. Yeah, I thought it was just a big man. He oh, okay. comes out and he starts fighting them, and Bucky falls to his death. Yeah, uh, which is really sad. Because he was holding on, but the actual like pipe itself fell off the train. So yeah, and then he just fell and died. And it wouldn't have helped if he jumped in after him, because he kind of had a task. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think he could have done much if he would have jumped after him like he yeah. he can't control the wind or control where he falls that was so, unfortunate yeah that was sad and then after that um oh they find dr, dr. Zola, Zola yeah and they they capture him and they're trying to get information out of him so they can find schmidt yeah which was weird to me because when they when the general when gen the general came in offer food yeah <laughs> he came in with steak and broccoli and a milk i've never seen that done i've never heard of that steak and milk yeah me neither. is that a thing I, maybe they were trying to promote like healthy eating or maybe it was because it was like during the war mm. that maybe they didn't have that many like i don't know like many options i'm assuming mm. that's true because they did say like it's really hard to get like this type of like a piece of meat like this yeah around here i i mean i'm assuming it's because of that or maybe they were trying to promote like healthy eating at school <laughs> type of thing <laughs> okay well that could that is a possibility i mean maybe not but it's a theory <laughs> it's a theory we're making up theories about why they showed certain type of foods yeah because it was like zoomed in i guess it was like a whole action <laughs> yeah and it stayed there for a few seconds so i'm assuming it was like important i don't, I don't know <laughs> maybe it wasn't maybe we're just thinking too much about it yeah i think you were maybe just a maybe, little <laughs> yeah and then we okay so after zola they find out that he like doesn't want to die because he could have mm -hmm. if he wanted to i guess he would have killed himself by now Okay, they yeah, they decide to go after Schmidt and they they find where he's at. Because it's the uh, final Hydra stronghold. Yeah. They find where he's at and they're obviously trying to stop him. Yeah. And then at one point he uh gets inside his what do you call it call it an airplane or like uh <laughs> flying mobile. <laughs> A flying mobile. An, an airplane? airplane? An aircraft, there we go. That actually sounds better, yeah. An aircraft. Yeah, that sounds more professional. 
Because <laughs> um, an airplane for that big, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Honestly, that aircraft looked like um, the one from Lilo and Stitch. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see that. That's what it reminds me of. It kind of does. Because <laughs> it, it has, like, like, yeah, the same V shape and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was, like, massive, too. Anyways. Um, <laughs> okay. Maybe they're tied yeah. together. Yeah, maybe they are. They probably are. <laughs> Everything's going to tie together at some point. So. Yeah. And then, like, in 20 years, there's going to be, like, this big movie where it's, like, the, like, Marvel plus Disney princesses, like, all... Coming together. Coming together and defeating... Bowser. <laughs> defeating Bowser. <laughs> Because he stole one of the, he stole Princess Peach and a few more princesses. Okay, see? That could happen. They and then it that. turns out that the princesses save themselves because there's like Mulan who can fight and there's yeah. Fiona oh, who like. In the movie, they like the like macho superhero men get mm-hmm. captured and then the women are the ones that like that are saving them. Like they do a oh. little switch. <laughs> <laughs> We should do that. We should recommend this. I hope yeah. I hope everyone who makes movies is listening. <laughs> yeah, we're pitching this idea. We're pitching this idea of just collabing everything that exists in the world and making it one. Yeah, see, that would be really cool. And everyone would like have a character that they recognize. Yeah, I mean, it would be really hard to get screen time for everyone. Yeah. True, I mean, yes, but... Multiple movies. But it's like all one movie, like part one, part two, <laughs> part three, part four, part five, until until we get every single character at least more than like thirty minutes of screen time. Yeah, see, oh, <laughs> more than thirty. <laughs> I mean, cause that would that's like a sufficient amount of time. It would make long a long series, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We should go yeah, back, back to, to the movie. The movie. Um... So at this point. Uh, Schmidt is, he's like, his his... facility is compromised, and, uh, what is it, Steve has got his friend Bucky, where he found him being probably manipulated, because it sounded like he was, like, like they were torturing him and trying to mm, probably brainwash him or something. Oh, when... When Steve like found Bucky, yeah, yeah, it seemed... which I wonder how he found him so quickly because that yeah, seemed like a big was, facility. He was basically isolated, and but he was, he was lucky enough to find him. Yeah, and he seemed like he was crying, like he just seemed kind of lost. Yeah, so that's why I thought maybe they did something to him mentally, and a lot of torture probably. That's true. I never really thought about it. Like I did think that it was weird that he was alone, but I never thought more about it. I just like kept going which maybe that'll have something to do with the next movies because i feel like they brainwashed him or something yeah Mm. Mm, theories Mm, theories anyways we're at the last location of the hydra strong and they're attacking schmidt and Um, the rest of hydra yeah the rest of hydra like what's left and schmidt um Basically, he runs away, and yeah. he gets his aircraft, and he's leaving. But at that moment, the 
Colonel and Agent Carter come and help um, Steve Rogers. Like they give catch him up a to ride. the plane. Yes, you can catch up to the plane and <laughs> give him a ride. <laughs> you need a ride. <laughs> you need a ride. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't need no, no ride. No, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> um. Anyways, he jumps on. Oh no! Before that, Agent Carter and Captain America, Steve Rogers, whatever you want to call him, they kiss. And then I thought it was funny when the colonel was like, I'm not going to kiss you. <laughs> yeah, he kisses her on the on in the car, no? Yes, in the car yeah. before he gets onto the Before aircraft. he gets off. Okay, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny too because he like looked over at the colonel and he was like, yes. he was like I don't know what, what he expected. I don't know yeah. what he expected because he kind of just did stare at him for no reason. Oh, was... well, maybe he was expecting one. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not gonna kiss you. He was just so he was so shook that he he didn't know what to do. He yeah. was like, "Wait, did I just get a kiss?" Yeah, I think it was more like he was in shock and like he felt kind of awkward because the colonel was there. Yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> but the colonel responded funny. He yeah. he knew what to say. Okay, and then he boards the aircraft, and he's basically attacking the Hydra men that are in there. Yeah, and. We see that there's one labeled New York, so one is Oh yeah, the distant. Yeah. What are they? Like Hmm. Uh I'm not sure, but they look like I I wouldn't put it past Hydra. Like um man handled like man drove in bombs. Yeah, it seems Where, like, like that. You, the person who just drives it sacrifices themselves. Yeah. Well, that's horrible. That's honestly, I think they brainwashed the people that were in Hydra. Like, why would you willingly? I don't know. Because, like, what do they tell you that you want to sacrifice your life so bad on Maybe your own? Maybe that's what they were to Bucky. Maybe they were trying to brainwash Make him. him. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe that was, like, a dumb thing. And people who have watched the rest of the movies are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we thought at all. <laughs> no, it, I think it's valid. Yes. It Maybe. sounds valid, but. We'll see. We could also be wrong. Yeah, we could probably be really, really, really wrong. Okay, and then he finally does get to Schmidt's, um, yeah. to the front of the aircraft. I think at that point, they start fighting, mm-hmm. right? They start fighting each other, and then um, Schmidt gets close to the Tesseract. Or, like, I think they, like, they break where the Tesseract is protected, like, the little... Yeah. Last and then he, he takes that out. as a chance to like take it out and just try to use its power as like a final a final like attempt to gain more power to be stronger than finish off Captain America. Steve. Yeah. But when he does that, I didn't know this. I didn't think of it this way, but since I'm reading the the plot, uh-huh. it says that he opened a wormhole into space and it sucked him inside of it. I actually thought of that actually when I was watching it, cause so when I, I must be really dumb. Then I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I at first I was like, either he's disintegrating for some reason, but then it gave yeah. me more vibes that it was like he was opening, he was teleporting somewhere, cause I saw the universe and I was like, okay, yeah. why would the universe yeah. just pop up out of nowhere? Yeah, I did see the universe, but I was just like, okay, well, maybe that has something to do with like the gods that made the Tesseract or something. And I was okay. like, and maybe that's just like... It's just an aesthetic. 
no i was like maybe it's just like too much power for like a human body to oh to hold hold so he just died that's how i saw it but i didn't know that it was a he was opening a wormhole into space, but that makes more sense than what I thought. I thought he teleported instead. Like I didn't consider wormhole, which may maybe still the same thing, but I thought yeah. he just teleported through that like light beam that he became. And I was like, oh, so are we gonna see him later? Like, is this their I'm way assuming, of saying that? Yeah, that he'll be back. Yeah, I'm well, assuming that he'll be back. It, like, it's gonna be, it's gonna come into play for sure later that time warp thing that wormhole i should say yeah and then we got rid of the main antagonist for now so now this is like the saddest part of the movie where oh, he has yeah. to he's just he driving yeah where he sees that the plane is heading to new york and it's basically yeah. gonna most likely kill a ton of people there so he decides to land it away from that well he can't because it was going too fast yeah and he calls agent carter and he tells her that and it's just really sad because she knows that he he's gonna like sacrifice himself and she's like talking to him for the last time yeah and making plans yeah and she's just assuming that he's gonna die like she obviously wasn't expecting him to like yeah to not actually die yeah. And then it's it's sad because I'm guessing by the uh I didn't actually I don't actually know, but by the time he awakens, it's mm-hmm. seventy years later, right? That's what they yeah. said. Seventy years later. Well, I'm guessing that she probably is dead by now. Yeah, or she's really old. Yeah. She seemed like she was like in her mid twenties, I'm assuming. Or maybe like I don't know how old they're supposed to be, because you know how they always make like older actors be young people. <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Yeah, let's say that but, she's like 20 years old. It's 70 yeah. years late. She's 90. She's most likely really old or that. Or passed away very recently. Or not recently and died young. Who knows? Anyways. But we, we do see the end where we see uh, Director Fury. Oh, who is insane. apparently, yeah, Director Fury. Uh, Director Nick Fury, I guess. But they, I, they usually just call him Director Fury. And he's in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D., which we see in the beginning, which if you saw it with the subtitles, I guess you would have known. But (laughs) and he approaches him and he's like, well, we're like, do you want to save the world? And then that's kind of how we left off, which I wonder how overwhelmed he felt because New York has a lot of like lights and so much. I just felt overwhelmed just looking at it. And I've never been to New York. I agree, because also like, okay, he's. He drove the plane, he crashed. I'm assuming that in his mind, like once he was coming close to impact, he was assuming that he, like he was gonna die. And I mean, I don't know how it works, but I'm assuming that he was just like in this space where he wasn't, uh, well, obviously he wasn't really like living. Like a coma? Yeah, like a coma. He was just sleeping or he was whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and then he wakes up, and the room that he's in is still, like, dialed in a way where it seems like it's still... The 1940s, almost. And then there's that baseball game playing, and when the the nurse comes in, she's like, oh, Mr. Rogers, like, good afternoon or whatever, and he, like, immediately gets suspicious because he 
he said that he was at that baseball game. Yeah, which I don't know which if I that was on purpose or not. Because Director Fury seems to plan a lot of stuff as yeah. far as the future movies. Yeah, and also so I don't know if this was a mistake or or if he just wanted him to actually outburst or not. So I don't actually know. Well, he did say that he wanted him to like be eased into knowing that he was asleep for seventy years. So was I don't that know his how... way of easing him into it? I guess yeah. He still wanted him to like. I'm assuming that they were playing like movies and songs and baseball games from like the time that he was awake and in and conscious yeah and conscious so that he felt like he was still i don't in know in that time in that time yeah and but which is nice of them i guess but like i wonder how they thought it would play out yeah i don't know what they thought they were going to how far they were going to get like i wonder yeah. what their point of finishing would it be yeah, when, exactly. when they would decide that he's ready because I don't know how they were going to ease him into it because it's such a big difference like the 2000s and then the 1940s also they only had that one hospital room were they just going to like knock him out every time they wanted to move him around or was that or was that their plan to just keep him in that room forever I'm assuming that their plan was to keep him in there for a while because they didn't have like other like sets where they could be like oh this is our kitchen area or whatever and they were just gonna like make people go in and then come out yeah i don't know that just seemed like a weird so i don't know something about it feels wrong something a little bit off i mean even when yeah exactly when you were what when i was watching it at least i was like oh it's weird like it almost seemed like he had been captured by like enemies in a way because because of the way that everyone around him started reacting because everyone was like code, uh, was it 13? 13, I think. Yeah. They were like chasing him and. Yeah, almost ready to shoot him down. Yeah. I mean, he did leave. <laughs> and then he found <laughs> yeah. um, Director Fury. Yeah. Which they seemed like they were ready for him. So maybe they knew this would almost happen. Like this, that it could happen. Yeah, that's true. They had a plan prepared. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie. We maybe we're getting too. But it's also Marvel. Yeah, but so... it's also, yeah, where it's like really thought out. So yeah. it's like everything that happens is not a mistake. Yeah, so it's it's cool to like feel this over like analyze mindset where you just want to look at everything and be like, wait, was this on purpose or no? Well, I mean, I guess in the end, if you think about everything, yes, everything's on purpose. But I, I guess they do throw in some things to throw you off yeah probably like when he wakes up and he's in the that like 1940s room (laughs) so i don't know and like when everyone's chasing him i'm assuming that they did that to throw you off and then like a good guy comes in and it's like oh no everything's fine you were just sleeping (laughs) (laughs) you're just taking a nap go back to sleep how does that even work was like was he just like badly injured and then his body took 70 years to heal or that that might be true actually he healed on his own and it just took so long even with his best healing abilities yeah i wonder if they have later on Mm, well i'm uh 
that's like all I know about the movie. Okay. All I've said so far is like all I know about the movie. Okay. Now that we said this, I've seen um, I've seen this movie before once, and I've seen Thor. <laughs> and I I can already see some things that are in this movie that are connected to Thor. So that's that's interesting. Okay, so now that we finished talking about that whole movie, what are your thoughts on Captain America, the first Avenger? Because I know that you you told me before that you didn't like this movie that much. It's not that I didn't like the movie. It's more like the other movies mm-hmm. were so good compared to this one. I don't know. It just, since I started with watching the other ones first, yeah. my expectations were so high. And I was expecting, like, all these Avengers to be in the movie. Not really expecting. I knew they weren't going to be there. But I just kind of missed them. And not having them there, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Just having one, it feels it feels like it it lessens the impact for me a lot. All right. It's still cool, but it was just different. How about you? I actually liked it because this was the first um, MCU thing that I had ever watched. So, like, I didn't have big expectations like you did. like. I I didn't know anything about Captain America other than like he had that shield, but that's it. And I actually really enjoyed the movie, so I I wasn't on the same boat as you. And it's okay to be wrong, Lloyd. Yeah, okay. This movie is actually good in my opinion. Since we came at it from different perspectives, we had different expectations. Yeah, that's true. Cause I I didn't know what to expect from it, so I I didn't really know what I was gonna get into. If that makes sense, but I enjoyed it overall. In the end, it was a good movie either way. Yeah, and since it's like the first movie in this universe, I guess technically, if you watch it in order of like the timeline of the MCU, I guess it gives you more information. I'm assuming. Yeah, in the end, it was really informational, and it set you up for the rest, because I guess it was supposed to be one of it's set back in the older time period, so it's supposed to be before all these events happen. Yeah. So yeah, it did that. It's good for something. You're <laughs> just hating on it. Um, no comment. No comment. <laughs> and that's the end of this episode. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned a little something. On the next episode, we'll be discussing Captain Marvel, and we're excited to watch the movie because we don't really know much about her. So... See you guys next time. See you guys next time. Bye! Bye!